Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This episode contains strong language, adult humour and communism? Disgusting. Woo-woo! How do I open this episode? I haven't really thought that. Given all the notes I've turned... Ah, well. um... The only thing I could think of... Like, I remember it's called Get Out. It's not. Is it? (laughs) We're not doing Get Out. Are you ready for an episode of Steph Turns This Film Podcast into a podcast about how capitalism is bad? Yay! (laughs) Woo! Georgia, what are your thoughts on the evils of capitalism? I like them. (laughs) Because I like evil. Mwahaha. Welcome to Educating (laughs) Georgia, the podcast in which I, comedian and sex symbol... Sure. <laughs> Steph, teach actress and... Mm, she could do better. Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> all about film by showing her my list of 100 films to watch before you die. I'm Steph. I know films. I'm Georgia. I don't know film. Uh, that's not true. found out I could do better. <laughs> You've seen 19 films. Woo! That, that oh. yep. Getting out of those rookie numbers, son. I think at this point we should officially change this to just be... Your... You are better at talking about film than I am at this point. Maybe I'm just better at communication. That is likely it's true. nothing to do uh, with <laughs> my knowledge. This week we're watching uh, Sorry to Bother You. A ah. very good film. <laughs> you ever heard of Sorry to Bother You? No. I'm... I thought we were watching Get Out, and I don't know why. I did. I dream this. I don't we know. We're watching it? Get Out in the future, but <laughs> well, maybe you mentioned it then, and I've just glued that in my head. Oh well. <laughs> oh, well, we're watching. Sorry to bother you. Um, okay. The I'm only sorry to bother you with the Get Out thing, but here we go. <laughs> it, sorry to bother you is a dark comedy with elements of magical realism. Oh boy, this is your scene, isn't it? Yup. Welcome ah! to my area. <laughs> I'm an expert in very little. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm an expert in this, but I would say I do know a lot about it. That's fair. You can say that. Uh, the... have to believe you. But... No, and I don't think anyone does at this point. They've heard me talk <laughs> about the French New Wave. That's all yeah. relatively magical realism-y. <laughs> mm. Boring. Uh, the film was written and directed by Boots Riley. I feel... I need to tell you a little bit about Boots Riley so you understand what this film is coming from. Uh, So, Boots Riley was a rapper in a hip-hop group called The Coup, but when E-Rock, I assume that's not his real name, left the group, he stopped doing music and founded a group called The Young Comrades. Do you want to guess where politically Boots Riley lies? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna guess... Pro capitalism. <laughs> I think he is one hundred percent. He and Thatcher are on the same. Oh yeah. Level of agreement on things. He mm. got on. I imagine really well with. Uh, he, his... Thatcher, and Shrek, thick as thieves. That's. I mean, that um... is part of the pitch for Shrek. For Shrek yeah. fight. <laughs> <laughs> Boots Riley's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm um, assuming Boots isn't his real name either. Unless he's no. the head of the chemist chain. Uh, yes, Mr. Boots, the leader of Boots. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he is a communist. Um, the film follows a young black telemarketer who adopts a white accent to succeed in his job and gets swept into a corporate conspiracy. Does it sound good? 
I can honestly say I've never seen a film with that plot. No. Um, I have. It's this one. Oh. <laughs> Who'd have thunked? <laughs> I know there's a comedian, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He's an American, and he was saying he is black but he sounds very white and he said all i'm saying is if i called and then showed up you'd be surprised <laughs> and that's just what making it's just making me think that i mean that is essentially guy. the premise of this film yeah. yeah um it has a very okay we're gonna have to give a quick uh disclaimer about one of the cast once i've given the list because uh he's done some bad things um oh no but uh it does have a very good cast, aside from this guy. Uh, it stars yeah. uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson, Jermaine Fowler, Amari Hardwick, Hardwick, Amari Hardwick, Terry Crews, Patton Oswalt, David Cross, Do- Danny Glover, Stephen Yeun, and Army Hammer. Terry Crews! Yes, Terry Crews is in this. We do need to clarify, like, Army Hammer has been accused of abuse and sending some disturbing online harassment to people. Um, what a guy. Terrible, terrible person. We're not going to talk about his name from this point onwards. I will give you his character name when we're talking about the film in the future. Uh, Fair. I won't remember his name. It's fine. (laughs) He's a bad person. We'll move on from it. Um, Yep. It's nearly impossible to watch a film without bad people in it. Um, Yeah. Oh, Hollywood. Fucking. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Stop being sex pests. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, the film has 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, with people praising its ambition and originality, as well as being a scathingly funny satire. It won Best First Feature at the Independent Spirit Awards. If you don't know about the Independent Spirit Awards, they're the awards ceremony that I care about. <laughs> ah. They're like the cool awards compared to the Oscars. They're the kids who smoke behind the bike shed at school. Right, right. But, yeah, I like them. <laughs> They're, they're hanging out behind the Oscars. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the Oscars, there's, like, a group of people all hanging out together, smoking weed and talking about how, actually, they shouldn't have given it, this award to them because it's not even that good a film and it's kind of, like, white saviory. Um, and uh, he, that, that, that awards ceremony, uh, that is the Independent Spirit Awards, yeah. I Why love not? the Independent Spirit Awards. This year... Yep. They've added a television, a collection of television categories for the first Ooh. time, which I am almost 100% sure has been done to have a go at the Golden Globes for not including I was I going to say, <laughs> yes. And, it, yeah, having, not having I May Destroy You, but having Emily in Paris. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which I haven't seen, but feel is, like, it's the kind of trash TV that you have in the background how dare you it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm all up for trash tv like i love that kind of stuff because it is it relaxes me because it's not good and i'm not yeah you don't have to think about it like you do thinking any of the things i show you like uh, i mean all the films i show you carry on camping oh yeah (laughs) princess bride you've really got to think for these films yeah really you've got to dig deep within yourself to find out what, what these are the films themes mean? of these films? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised that they did that. Have you got bundles of excitement for Sorry to Bother You? <laughs> I'm I I'm neutral. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm quite concerned about the mystical element. Not mystical, <laughs> magical realism. It's so a sorry. Style, not a thing. <laughs> cool. 
<laughs> I'm slightly concerned with that because I don't quite know what that means. Oh, um, don't worry. You will by the end of the film. Fair. You will by the end of the film. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like. I mean, if it's funny, I like things that are funny. That's why I'm friends with you. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but so I trust your judgment. Thank you. <laughs> I did show yeah. you Raw two weeks ago. <laughs> this is true. But you didn't say it was funny. That's a good point. So, like, there's nothing you've said that, oh, yeah, this is fun. Okay. There are no films you've showed me that you've been like, this is funny, and I've thought, no. <laughs> true. There are things you've said and done that have been like, this is funny, and I've not agreed with you. That's not... But... <laughs> yep. I have a reputation to maintain on this show. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you have a what now? <laughs> <laughs> People respect me, Okay. I I don't even respect myself show on this me them. show. No one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So magical realism is that your only concern? Any further concerns? I I will um, say this is the sort of film where you start off and you're like, oh, I get where this is going, and then you're like, oh, so that just happened, and then you're at the end, you're like, okay, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was worried with the. I keep saying magic, mythical, magical. It's magical realism. Magical realism <laughs> that it's going to be strange. And also, I am slightly concerned that it's going to happen where we're too white to talk about stuff again. Oh, I mean, that's the case for all things. Really, I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's a good. I mean, it's a good film, and you think people should watch it. Yeah, I mean, that is why we're doing this, but... <laughs> we are very white. Very, very white. <laughs> My name's Georgia Charlotte Florence Wiggins. Like, could you even try? <laughs> uh, no, I couldn't try. Um, <laughs> well then, uh, with that out of the way... <laughs> ah, to the movies! Indeed. To see this film that you're probably not yep. going to like. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be the worst, so I'm fine. I think that's with Raw. That's going to be the worst fit. Like, it's only up from here. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, until it's not up from here. <laughs> <laughs> to the movies. To the movies. If you're enjoying this episode, why not give us a subscription on whatever you're listening to? You might be listening to us on Spotify. Press follow. Or Apple. Press follow. Or Acast. I don't know why you're using Acast, but you can press whatever button it is, and then you're following us, and it makes me feel good, as if we have listeners. We don't, though. Now's the part where I have to tell you there are spoilers ahead, and also the part where I have to say, honestly, if you haven't seen this film, go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's great. And if you have not seen it, don't listen to the rest of this episode. Stop right here. Go and listen to one of our other ones. We've got episodes on all sorts. Muppets. Just Muppets. You can go listen to the Muppets episode. Okie dokie. So, okay. I've given you some time to reflect. Not much, because, yep. you know, we're on a deadline. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I've given you some time. Thoughts? My problem is... <laughs> I'm struggling to remember what happened before horse people. Because... <laughs> that shook me. 
<laughs> and like, I kind of don't remember anything before that. <laughs> That's fair. That is very fair. Um, <laughs> before that, he was working as a telemarketer. Yes. And he had to use his white voice to get any sales. And then he got to move to the top floor where he was a power caller, uh, making yep. sales for Worry Free, the company that were turning people into horses later on. Yeah. And then he got invited to a party, and that's where he did the rap, which was, oh boy, we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, his girlfriend left him because he became a scab. Um, yes. Which he, but he, he was a scab because the world glorifies money, and eventually once you reach wealth, you're always going to become a scab because you want your money so that you can survive rather than yeah. helping the people who don't have money to survive. It's yes. capitalism. I don't know much about Boots Riley's music or his activism. I know he's a communist, that's about it. Mm. But I can certainly gather him a lot from this film. <laughs> yeah. Tonally, think I know where we're sitting. Yeah. There were numerous things I did not understand. <laughs> <laughs> I... Well, because I kind of thought it was going to be more about how he was having to change himself to sort of fit in. That is how it started. (laughs) Yeah, kind of (laughs) thought that was going to carry through. But no, I did not understand her art exhibition. Uh, To be honest with you, it's all weird. I've never really got performance art. It just, it's just odd to me. Um, Yep. I've seen a lot of performance art in my time. I've got friends in the art scene. Not big in the art scene, just friends in the They're just art there. Scene. I've got friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we go to art shows together. So I have seen a yeah. lot of performance art. And frankly, I don't understand. <laughs> mm. It is the one area of art where I'm like, what are you saying? What's the... You're just making yourself messy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would be so uncomfortable because (laughs) I already feel uncomfortable in an art gallery because I don't understand art. I can look at things that are nice and be like, hmm, that's nice. But then it's always like, how long do I stand here? How long am I supposed to look at it? What is socially acceptably? But when you're in that situation, everyone's looking at the same thing. You've got to keep looking at it until it's over. And you can't get an erection, which... Come on. Yeah. How am I not meant oh. to get erected to that? She's getting phones, bullets and blood thrown at her. <laughs> That's my thing, man. I've got, I've got kinks. <laughs> Tessa. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't quite sure on that one. And I didn't quite get the... So he's working in this place. He gets promoted. Yes. But the people who promote him, who are earning less than him presumably are happy to send him up i think they're unsure of what the top floor is but they're management so they're not doing the soul destroying job they're just like you've achieved something go on up mate and they aren't promoting him the people who are promoting him are the top floor that was what mr i think we should both agree to call him mr roland um mr roland (laughs) yeah i Uh, wasn't quite sure what that was either Mr. Blank. Everything that I could find is Mr. Blank. I couldn't find any symbolism behind it that Boots Riley had himself said or written. <coughs> Mouth noises, again. <laughs> Steph here, from the future. I have since found something where Boots Riley has said what's going on uh, with Mr. Blank. 
he has said that the reason he's called Mr. Blank is because he is just some guy who turns up and there isn't really a need for him to have a name. Which is fine. Blows my theory away. My theory had a lot to do with the history of representation of black people in cinema. But also, I found another theory, which I think I prefer, which is that the, the reason he has no name is because he is what Cash thinks he should be in order to succeed at the company. And the reason his name is blank is because he is a version of Cassius's personality, which is better than him being just some guy. Anyway, back to your regularly scheduled pod... pod... wow, I can't speak. Back to your regularly... regularly scheduled podcast. I will probably edit myself saying that more succinctly into the video. Yes! Into the edit, because that fucked that up. (laughs) My assumption would be it's something to do with that idea within cinema. Oh, okay. But I don't know. (laughs) That makes more sense. Uh, There were bits of it that were extremely funny. Yes, it's a very funny film. Until the horses show up, pretty much, I'd say. Uh, Yeah. Oh, so there are so, the, like there are moments that are so that when they're having the row and it's like have a nice day. No, you have a nice day. Oh, the compliment battle. I hope you're weak. I amazing. I love that so much. I hope your whole year, my whole year. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's I, very good. <laughs> oh, fantastic. The bit, the uncle. You talk about friend, like family. I'm your uncle. <laughs> I mean, Terry Crews is very, very funny. Yeah. Not representative of landlords, but very funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I suppose it's like he's family, so he's is technically his landlord. But yeah, I think that's the. He is a very funny character. I think Terry Crews is brilliant in it. I think everyone's very funny in it when they're meant to be funny. Oh yeah. Um, oh my god, when the guy um, squeeze, and he takes the sign. He's like, oh, "May I?" And he just like. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> yeah, that man like... is showing off to get laid, and to be honest, yeah, respect. It works. <laughs> he gets, he gets all everything, everything but. Everything but. <laughs> I assume that means he gets but. <laughs> Indeed, I don't understand. I understand she leaves him because he's a sellout and that he's a scab now and doesn't want to be with him. But she looks very comfortable in that nice car and that nice bed and. I think that that is tied to the sort of sh- champagne socialist thing, where someone is uh, only trying to help the workers because it makes them feel good, but they are still, but they're still part of the system that exploits the workers. And yeah. she has realised that she is a part of that with him, so she's mm. gone. Oh no, this isn't me. I'm going to get out of this. Yeah. Oh, whoops! It is. I have to go. I've um, become the thing I hate. <laughs> the thing my yes. art is against. Yeah, so individually quite funny. But I think... Yeah, when the... I mean, it's already uncomfortable at the party. Yes. I don't know much about... As, as I've said, I don't know much about the music of Boots Riley. But that scene where he's <laughs> rapping is one of the most uncomfortable things. And the way that they make you feel uncomfortable... Yeah. Even as white people hearing that is brilliant. It does. T- it ties into this idea that uh, I've seen a lot of rappers talk about, where it's like, I find it very uncomfortable that there are people singing along to my songs who might use the N word. <laughs> yeah. And it. Yeah. Oof. Bloody hell. Good scene though. But <laughs> yeah. But also that like he says he can't rap and he's trying to. He's dying on his ass and it's awful. And he's like, do you know what? I know they're gonna lap up. <laughs> yeah. 
and it, it, he's not wrong, and they he's not wrong. really get into it. And he, he realises midway through that scene where when yeah. they're all going, he's like, oh shit, what have I done? But yeah, yeah it's it's very good. It's very, very good. <laughs> yeah. So it's I'm, really uncomfortable. And because he's sort of tying with, should I leave, should I not? And then he comes yeah. to him and says, I want you to work for this. And become a horseman, which... <laughs> okay. So... He finds the horse people. Mm-hmm. I genuinely almost shit myself. <laughs> I was so scared. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm worried. Like, oh, I'm hurting. I'm hurting really bad. And I thought, oh, is this like there are going to be people like from Worry Free or something like and they're being tortured or something. There's something something bad is going to happen and he's going to see something that he's not meant to. Yeah. I never thought it would be that. We've watched a few films that purport to be horror. That mm. was horror. And That? Damn. <laughs> but I... it's like one wow. scene where you're like horrified by the horse people. and Yeah. And I said, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. And I was just like, Jesus! And I was just like, oh my God! <laughs> yeah. yeah. My heart stopped. And then they were like coming out of the shower block. And I was, Jesus. But even, okay, it's kind of combined with this almost like borderline slapstick kind of comedy. Where it's like, he's walking through this corridor. They're all different shades of green. He gets in, he says, the jade door. You already know there's going to be a mix-up because yeah. <laughs> it's not the right shade of green. And then horse people, and it's horrific. And then he's like, "Oh my god, what was that? I snorted!" Like, no, it's just coke. It's just coke. It's chill. Like, and this weird animated like stop motion <laughs> thing. Oh, with my the god. swinging, the swinging boobs is the most like oh. odd thing in that. Like, it's just so weird. That someone would he he's made this thing and he's like, look, we're gonna talk about how great Alan your idea is, but we need to include swinging tits, like boob physics in our stop motion, yeah, absolutely corporate piece of propaganda. Mm. But and it's the gun and the the how relaxed he is. Yeah. Oh no 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 sorry. It, if you just watched the video first, you wouldn't even be freaked out. Are you kidding me? Well, that's corporations, isn't it? The idea of capitalism is that you take human work, and no matter how poorly you treat mm. your workers, as long as you're getting profit, that's great. That's what Amazon does. Yeah. I mean, that's why when he reveals it to the world, their stocks go up massively, because people are like, oh, they're going to make loads of money. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? And then it turns out that, yeah, he manages to leak this but only the the profits just go up like there's no because no one cares they're just making money they're gonna make money i mean in reality that that would be made a crime by any logical system yes but it's symbolic yeah so there is a reason that you are not like there is a law there are laws in place you can't alter the human genome (laughs) yeah like you we can have antibody therapy but you can't actually go in and change someone's dna yeah which kind of sucks because i would really like horse-based superheroes (laughs) oh absolutely um and also like you can't clone people as well like you can't just go off willy-nilly but yes obviously taking it to the extreme in Mm. this film but yeah so when he then he frees the horse people 
Yes. I was thinking, oh my God, is this going to be like a huge flip thing? And it is that he's he is already... like he thinks he's in control and he's done the right thing but they wanted him to be a part of the like releasing the horse people and they want to fight back and he's on the inside kind of thing nope <laughs> and it was just like oh wait is that gonna happen and then it didn't and then i was like oh wait. and then he was a horse i was like oh my god i knew this was gonna happen <laughs> that bit where he closes the garage and hits his nose you're like oh fuck no no yeah. and then he turns around and his face is shifting into that of a horse and you're like ah mm. fuck <laughs> Uh, yeah. And it's left oh. ambiguous as to whether there is a cure for the horsing of someone. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, it's fine, we reverse it, it's cool. It's just like, mm. yeah, but how? <laughs> well, I suppose if they can make people into horses, they can f- flip and undo switch. I don't know. I highly doubt that. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I didn't think I was going to be this shocked and or confused when we started the film did you think it was going to go from kind of light sort of ribbon at the system and those who join the system to oh no no no! capitalism is turning us into horses <laughs> uh oh i think i got like an inkling <laughs> that this was gonna happen course not <laughs> no um <laughs> because that thing where he goes up to the he's a power caller now yeah. And he walks in and he's like, hi. And they're like, no, no, no. White voice is only up here. Yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. This it's is a commentary be it. on the racism yeah. within the, the cabin system, how you have to pretend to be white to succeed, which is fair. They even, like, they mention Will Smith white yeah. at a point in the film. And you're like, he yeah. has had to pretend to be a white person for years. Like, well, have you seen Big Mouth? I have seen a lot of people. I know about the thing you're going to refer to, the, the episode with Missy, where the voice changes because got a different actress in. I'm assuming that's the episode you're going to refer to. I haven't watched the episode itself. Yeah. Well, there's an episode where her and... Um, because they make they make light of it. They're very kind of self-aware. She's kind of conflicted that she's trying to find her racial identity. And she was like, oh, it doesn't help that I'm voiced by a 38-year-old white woman or something along those lines. Yeah. But then there's another character in the show called Devon, and he's, like, talking to her about... He's got, like, switches, social switches, and he can flip between different kinds of black... Yeah. ...to fit into his situation. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, I literally just watched this episode. Like, it's going to be sort of talking about that and how people are getting rid of their identity to fit in and, like, trying to, like, sell themselves and all of this. And it was like, ha you thought... By horse people. Uh. <laughs> the point they're making is still valid until the horse people. It's just that there was a bigger point, yeah. which was horse people. And to be yes. fair, the film would not have been made if it opened with horse people. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> like, um, it needed to get that sort of, oh, here's what the film... Oh, I get the film. It's Yeah, I see the point. It's, oh, horse people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen some films with some plot twists. Never saw that coming. Never saw it coming. Um, I cannot yeah. tell you how hard it was to go, oh yeah, to not say at the start, horse people, by the way, horse people. Yeah, do you know what? I'm proud of you that I was surprised because <laughs> you didn't mention, you didn't nay once. No. Was... If you'd said, oh, am I going to like this film? And I got nay. I mean... <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, that's weird. And then, yeah. Yeah, so well done. I mean, well done to everyone for keeping that a secret 
<laughs> I will be putting in a big spoiler warning on this one because I do think that you do oh, need to experience the yes. horses for the like oh. properly experience the horses. Oh boy, yes you do because it is that it is like there are moments of surreal like when I was saying about the comedy it's kind of almost slapstick that it is it is very surreal and strange like yeah. the scene where he's just appearing in people's houses and oh, talking yeah. to them and like one of the some of them are having sex and then later someone's yep. on the toilet and he just turns on the, the bidet <laughs> yeah yeah that's and he's so close to him yeah that is very again very funny and it is that when you are telemarketing you are just like invading someone's like day yeah you are just sort of like hi i'm here now talk to me like and i was gonna mention this because i did uh i had a guest lecture thing a psychologist uh came and talked to us and it was about stressors in the workplace and it was mainly tailored around um like the profession that we are going into and because we're going to be seeing a lot of death and it's going to be very um stressful and these kind of stresses because yeah. we're surrounded by tragedy and that's kind of what our job is going to be yeah so sort of talking it was more tailored towards that but they were saying about um like post any post post-traumatic stress that you get from jobs and very high on this list were kind of doctors nurses police officers paramedics sort of all people that when there is a tragedy when there is like a big event when everyone's running away they're the ones running towards yeah those kind of people the top number the top percentage of people of like of people that have post-traumatic stress linked to their job or they leave it because of it are people who work in call centers yeah it's a horrible horrible job because of the amount of abuse that you get yeah on the daily on the hourly because you can't see but you can't leave you can end the call but then you're not doing your job yeah, so and if you want to make any money, you've got to keep getting that commission. Yeah, exactly. So when I, I I couldn't help but think about that when they're calling you, getting hung up on, and I was thinking, is this going to be, is this going to be like another little thing about sort of how people treat people they can't see, they can't talk to, and this kind yeah. of, and would you talk like if they were in your house, if they did turn up at your door, like a travelling salesman, if they rocked up at your door, would you speak to them the way you speak to these kind of people when you're on the phone to them? So I was thinking, oh, maybe like, maybe I will understand this film. <laughs> no, no, I won't. Yeah, but I did know that I wanted to talk about that because I kind of thought that's where it was going as well. Which I think, but it still makes that point. It still it makes all is... these points. It's a very yeah thematically. I'm gonna make my points. Film. It doesn't exactly pretend anything. Like it's very on the nose with a lot of what it's oh. saying. But yeah, yeah. I think if it hid any of it, because there are plenty of films out there that make the same points, but that I don't think are as good because they hide it under layers and layers of plot and stuff so that people won't immediately go, oh, that's the point the film's making. Like, yeah. no one is watching Breaking Bad and going, oh, this is a TV show about how the nature of capitalism and the fact that we don't have a nat- we don't have a nationalised health system is destroying America and turning us all in- and forcing people into crime sometimes. But that is the point of that show. Like, yeah. That's the point of the yeah. show. But no one watching that... America still does not have nationalised healthcare. And it, Breaking mm-hmm. Bad is one of the biggest shows in the world. Like... Yeah. <laughs> you try to make a point. 
and it didn't but, work. Like, but if, it was if you explicitly quiet. say, hey, the capitalist system is turning us all into horses and they don't actually care about the workers, yeah. they just care about profit, and you're going to go, oh, yeah, no, I see. <laughs> mm. Well, the thing is with the... Um because it's always it's like throughout this kind of very happy smiley kind of hi welcome to uh worry free where you don't have to worry because you're yeah. you live eat and work and all in the same place and the minute that, you hear about that you would your your brain oh like, that's slavery you're describing slavery <laughs> yeah well i was thinking it's very prisony yeah um and i was thinking so like the world is so bad that people are going, do you know what? I'll electively go to prison. Yeah. So that I don't have to worry about getting a roof over my head. And At one point, Terry Crews is going to do well, that. yeah. And it, he doesn't. He doesn't have to because, because his... his nephew's a sellout and a scab. Well, that's the thing. He's required yeah. to do the thing and become a sellout and a scab. Yeah. Otherwise, his uncle's going to become part of this prison system and he's yeah. going to lose his home and it's all necessary <laughs> yeah he, he's not just doing it because he wants to get rich it's no, like but the way that the world is built is forcing him yeah. to become this boy this is not as funny an episode as <laughs> no this is not going to be as funny but the well you hear about like people don't aren't in the sort of secure living who do commit crimes yeah so that they can go to prison because that is a better option for them yeah um it's yeah it, you just think how bad must the world be treating you if you think prison is better than what you're doing right now because prison is kind of it's dressed up to be like a rehabilitation facility but it's a punishment isn't it yeah and prison is not dressed up as a rehabilitation facility i wish it was that would yeah, be slightly well, better than what it is now but yeah <laughs> It's, yeah, it's horrible to think about. And also, the kind of, the advertising of it with this big fake smile and kind of, they don't even have to, like, force people or take people to put in these places. No. Because they're offering it on a plate, being like, look how good this is. Like, you, we know you can't afford your rent. We know you can't afford to live. And that is causing you stress. So why don't you come over here because you can worry free. You don't have to worry about any of that. So they don't even have to kind of commit crimes, like like kidnap or harassment, <laughs> to get them to come into being a slave. <laughs> no, the world, because all forms of capitalism are technically slave. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not. Um. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's very. Uh, it's a very good film though. <laughs> yeah. I say because it is. It, it it does have funny moments and it is it's an interesting watch and it is very oh you think they're going to make this point oh no and oh they think they're going to make this point oh like, they do make those points swerving along those through way, points and but it's, it's quite interesting how yeah. it all ties into the plot and the plot at its core is the workers have to unionise and then they do but it's still not mm. over and the problem is still there and that's why he becomes a horseman I'm assuming that's the thematic relevance of him becoming a horseman at the end yeah <laughs> But at the end, the plot is that the workers have managed to unionise. But in between all of this is horse people. And yes. Like, everything about Worry Free is kind of in the background. And if you had just taken out Worry Free, the plot would still be essentially the same. Mm. <laughs> I think it's so... Because, I mean, obviously, like, as soon as you see these things, like the little 
drop hints of like you know worry free is gonna come back yeah and it's oh, gonna, God, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be a big thing about it and like you can you can you can tell it's coming but it's that kind of it makes you think you know what's happening and then it's like ha, 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 ha no so i think that is it's very clever that it it's making all these little points to kind of make you think you know and you understand yeah and then it's like no bigger picture and it keeps going and it keep and it keeps going but it all sort of ties in together it's yeah it's very clever and i will throw my hands up i'm not that clever so it's (laughs) i know (laughs) yeah and this isn't the kind of film that i would normally watch because when i watch cinema i like to watch con air which is i don't have to think i no. just sit and, and enjoy all the moving a, pictures there's a specific the time for watching this film i wouldn't say oh yeah I like, like a lot of the films i've been watching recently because we're coming up to awards season and also mm. just it's the beginning of the year and none of the big blockbusters have come out yet I'm watching a lot of those films that are all about making you think and you have to be in the right mood for some of them. Yeah. I will say I've seen some bad examples of this this year. I won't say any names. Um, <laughs> maybe I will. It's I care a lot. It's garbage. Don't... What the fuck, guys? <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't seen it, don't I? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Um, but, like, you don't want to... You don't... You can always watch an action blockbuster stupid yeah. film like Con Air or even Indiana Jones and Princess Bride and a lot of the films we've watched so far, you do need to be in the headspace for watching something like this. You have to be. Otherwise, you're just gonna... It's, one, gonna go over your head slightly, and two, you're just gonna get annoyed. It was quite Mm. telling. I looked at the viewer reviews on Rotten Tomatoes because I wanted to know how well it had gone over because I was under the assumption this film would do all right, but really not as well as it had with critics over with the audience. I think it was gonna be kind of divided it doesn't do as well but it's still very positive on the whole but there's a certain you can tell which parts of the audience went in wanting just a funny comedy or wanting Mm. just a film and there are there are reviews which read like i went into this wanting a comedy and i got a film about these thematic points that i didn't really want at this point of time and that's that sounds like a you problem (laughs) it is a you problem it is and yeah you maybe don't review this film because you've gone into it with the yeah. wrong point of view for the film, but hmm. like it is fine for you to watch a film and go, I didn't enjoy that because my brain wasn't in the right place. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. I think maybe that's what happened with I Care A Lot with me. It's done really well. Rosamund Pike won a Golden Globe for it. <laughs> she was good, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, if you go into this thinking it's going to be light and dreamy and it's going to smack you around the face and you might not like it. Yeah. Um, oh my God, smack you around the, the game show. That's... <laughs> I'm still not sure what the point of that was, but it was very funny. <laughs> I think it's just about the kind of reality TV of like, People the same joke go... was done in Muppets with Punch Teacher. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I've drawn many links between this film and the Muppets. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. horse people in the Muppets, weirdly. Just realised that now. Mm, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think it's just sort of people will do anything, doesn't matter how humiliating, to get one on TV or two to get money. Yeah, and in the end, he does use I got the shit kicked yeah. out of me to get 
on TV and make his point, which to fails. have a voice. Yeah. But yeah, you need your voice is defined by who will let you have one. That's thematically yeah. relevant with the whole white voice thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the kind of the little TV adverts and the news and the protests and this kind of happy like advert for the stuff they're protesting is like clashing and it's it, it, it is very kind of you can feel it building. Yeah. Um and obviously we've just had masses of protests last year and watching this and the people getting just like annihilated yeah like by these like big SWAT team kind of things it is just like oh my god this has happened before it's happened in the past it's probably going to happen again yeah it's just so familiar it's upsetting you got people have become numb like I was watching that I was like this is gonna happen I know it's gonna happen I'm kind of I'm not numb to it it still enrages me when when Mm. it happens in real life but like I was like yeah that's that's uh, that's just a that's just a thing that happens and in a film where so much of it is built around how it's kind of just everything sort of moves around and you're jumping from location to location and things are so weird and then this very brutal and realistic depiction of violence from any outside force. I don't believe it's the police in this. I think it's just a security system. But yeah. it's still violence against a group who are just pro- protesting. Yeah. Can I ask? Yes. So when when did this film come out? 2019. 2019. I think so it might the... have been 2018. It was debuting at festivals, but its big release was 2019. Okay. So you know the whole thing where I can't remember which Jenna did that th- advert for Pepsi. Kendall Jenner, yeah, the Coke thing. I'm always certain that that is a. That I is a I was gonna say because that is, is that hilarious. Uh, people oh. still make jokes about it to this day. Oh, one hundred percent. I was talking about it the other day. It's such a funny and tone deaf advert. Oh, it's just so. It's so tone deaf it's just like do you even know what planet you're on hun and then yeah that that went through board meetings everyone who was a part of that thought that was a good idea so they they came in brought people with pictures and one person went what if pepsi solved police violence guys yeah (laughs) just what if that happened what if white supremacy was ended by pepsi just 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 like I know you're all looking at me weird, but, like, what if we said Pepsi was able to do that? Yeah. And then we'll get a family that are known for cultural appropriation to do it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we did... Oh! We'll get, we'll get Kendall, Je- Kendall Jenner. She's yeah. all about that. Oh! <laughs> I love it. And, you, oh, you know that really powerful image that came from the Black Lives Matter protest of that woman who was standing bold and strong in front of all of it? We should recreate that! <laughs> But 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 with Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi. Mm, with delicious, not is... Coke. It's like it's not as good as Coke, but it can solve police violence. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the is Pepsi okay? Kind of. Oh my god, it enrages <laughs> me so much. But yeah, I when, as soon as she, I say she threw the Coke out, and I kind of thought that was kind of the end of it. And then it was like a reoccurring thing. And it when there was like an advert, like she was then being sponsored by whatever. Yeah. And it clicked. I was like, oh my god, I bet that is about... Yep. <laughs> Pepsi. Oh. There's a lot of layers to this film. <laughs> there's, there's a lot, lot of layers, layers to this film, film that I re- well, well, really... Well, really lot... like. <laughs> yeah. 
there's I'm, there's a lot to criticize and there's a lot to make satire from and there's a lot to be mad about in this world so it's kind of like they didn't just go oh okay we've decided to do this one thing and they were like no no we're doing all of it <laughs> we're gonna touch on everything all of it <laughs> I, absolutely everything. I do hope Boots Riley keeps making films and I hope that studios don't hem him in because I think this film oh. might, was probably I think this film was probably an indie release that got picked up by a studio for distribution. I should check these things more often. And if he get makes more films, I hope he continues to do it on the indie side of things so that he is not hemmed in by Universal or someone saying, actually we'd rather you didn't make this point that is uniquely critical of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because um, if he gets to continue, if he continues making films, which he might not do, like, he seems no. quite happy doing what he's doing. Just activism and also the occasional piece of media comes out. Cool. Like. Yeah. Man's happy. Man's just living his life. <laughs> yeah, it's. I. Because, because I don't. Um, because I don't really know film, I'm not, like, mad into film. I don't look for films films are sort of just kind of presented to me in like adverts and stuff I've never heard of this film I'd never seen an advert for it but that's because it's not it got advertised a lot actually I was really surprised and maybe it's just because I'm in that area of the internet where people are advertising this but it it got a lot I remember seeing adverts for it which made out to be a still quite uncomfortable watch but mm. like it, they obviously they couldn't show the horses. That's a big twist. No. Um, yeah. But like, they they still it made it feel like it was going to be more of a surreal. Oh well, the, mm. this is uncomfortable and one of those sort of slow moving, very stressful dramas rather than quite a funny comedy with political undertones. Um, and then I remember a lot of the reviewers that I was following and a lot of the critics were all talking up. Sorry to bother you. Like it was the film where people were like, I am so glad this this film is exists it got theatrical releases it's doing so well um i knew about lots of bits of it before i'd seen the film i knew about the uh i knew about the the, i I knew about the uh the rap scene i knew about the uh the compliment battle (laughs) yes (laughs) i knew about those two things before i knew the film because people were just talking about it so much yeah well i suppose you're kind of thinking oh these people that i follow I see an advert for a film either on the side of a bus. I saw a th- or, no. I probably didn't see it on the outside of a bus. Or like on like TV. YouTube were advertising it a lot, but I then did you see many adverts for Ladybird when that came out? No. See, I was also getting adverts for Ladybird, not at the same time, but back in when that came out too. So yeah. I think just maybe for me, I think adverts I'm are tailored on the internet <laughs> to film, and the internet is like, well, I guess here's where we should advertise Ladybird and Sorry to Body. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, but like, so the kind of films that I watch are very kind of Hollywood wishy-washy kind of like, this is a fun film. So I wouldn't be sort of given this kind of... So it was quite refreshing to see a film that was so, this is our point, in your face, Yeah, here it is, rather than kind of, oh, did you pick up on that? Little yeah, kind it, of is, it is refreshing to see a film that is so aggressive about its point, and not aggressive yeah. in like a bad way, like just aggressively no, marketing no, no, no. its point to you. Like when you're in a shop and someone's like, "You should try our bacon. Thank you for trying our bacon. Would you like to buy some of our bacon?" And this film is like, 
Here's some communism. Would you like to buy communism? <laughs> <laughs> Here, communism. <laughs> yes. No, and the fact that they could make it and no one told them no. Yeah. It's really nice to live in a world where this film is allowed to be made and wasn't yeah. buried by film distributors and became not a hit, but an in- it was an indie hit. It was the indie hit. Mm. Like, it, yeah. it did really, really well. And it's exciting to see a film where so many people of colour who I hadn't heard of, I'm sure other people had, but I personally hadn't heard of, who are going to get more and more mainstream success out of this. Boots Riley is a first-time filmmaker who is a person of colour. I think cinephiles need to realise that they've been amplifying a lot of the same white voices for years, and hopefully this film is symbolic of that changing. I think I'd heard of Stephen Young? Yin? Hang on. (laughs) Stephen Young. I'd I'd heard of him, but I think I knew he was quite hot. He was still quite hot, even with the weird moustache and that looked like it a w- teenager, but he was still hot. I was going to say, <laughs> it, was, it was very kind of, I'm going through the change kind of facial hair. Would, um, he's definitely an adult, but he, he looks, he had the facial yeah. hair of an adolescent, and if you ignore the facial hair, he's still very hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, do you understand I mean, why I put this film in the category of, huh? What? Huh? <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> um... <laughs> Are you excited for the other, I think it's three, huh, what, huh, films? I, yes, (laughs) I feel like I'm getting stronger, (laughs) just like the horse people. Um, No, not like the horse people. (laughs) They did get stronger. That is true, they did technically get stronger. Yes. (laughs) I'm morphing beautifully into... A... The horse person of watching films. Yes, the horse <laughs> I am equivalent the worry-free of, of cinema. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm. rating? <laughs> Ooh! I'll say, there were... I think anything I didn't fully understand, bar the arts <laughs> project. I don't fully understand which that I either. think, Which I, I, I think it's kind of the... Maybe because she's sort of the champagne thing, maybe kind of hinting at kind of she's not even quite sure what she's saying. She just knows that it it will feel good and it will sound good. Yeah, I think that's the point. I don't really know. Yeah. It's a weird yeah. scene. I, I enjoyed it because of my kinks. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, I think everything that I didn't quite get or kind of went past me, I think is more my fault than the film's fault. Um, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thick as shit, man. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, I have to that this film isn't going to be for everyone and it's not something that I would have seen or that I think everyone is going to see because of how in-your-face it is. And some people find that quite affronting. I'm going to say 4.5. Nice. And that is just based on, like, my... I think the point five, like, it's not my kind of film, but I understand that it is... Even I, who am, as previously said, thick as shit, <laughs> could pick up on stuff and, a, like, how clever this film is and how refreshing and how amazing it is that they can be that blunt and that in your face. And horse people, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Dick, we haven't asked this question for a while, but I genuinely want to know if you would recommend this to people. I think so. I think I, I, I think because it's like I know no one that I know will have seen a film like this before. You don't and have any might... friends though, so <laughs> That is so true. God. Guess you're showing this to your nan and your mum. Yeah. <laughs> nan, nan, come watch us destroy nan. capitalism. <laughs> Alright, so you know horses. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, right, maybe there was a point about horses. We should treat horses better. No, that's not. I mean, we should treat horses better, but that's not the point the film is making. On a completely separate note, but it does link to horses. Do you know what annoys me more than it should? Is it Black Beauty, the film? Because that annoys me. It's really annoying. <laughs> no. It does involve a black horse, though. So you know the adverts for Lloyd's Bank? Yes. Oh, you're Lloyd. on, you're on. A bit of the end of time with you. Yeah. <laughs> they had an advert that was, like, all about how, like, solid horses were. And, like, <laughs> that they were the... And I was like... Zoom is asking me to horses. set up professional audio after my beautiful singing. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were saying something about the adverts, but that's so funny! (laughs) It's like before when I started humming and it was like playing music. Set up professional audio in audio settings. Oh my god, wow. Well, honey, this is your time to go pro. I think Zoom wants me to become a singer. And I think you can gather from the Muppets intro that I absolutely should. Oh, 100% we're all behind you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I was like, stop taking... You're taking credit for horses. You have a lo- horse as your logo. You didn't invent horses. Stop taking credit for horses. I invented horses, so they're definitely lying. <gasps> I am God. <laughs> well, I never thought you'd be this pretentious, God. Who'd have thunked? Uh, sorry, you read the Bible and thought God would be like a down-to-earth guy. <laughs> 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 okay, let me rephrase that. Well, I didn't think God would talk about his dick this often. <laughs> you read the Bible and thought God wouldn't talk about his He made man, and the first thing he did was give him cock. <laughs> he made people, it took him a while to go, oh, what if I put something to shove this in? <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. Yeah, I think, yeah, I would, rec- I, I would recommend it for people to watch. But the kind of people that I know probably won't appreciate it too much. But I'm like, no, just let it sit. Let it dwell. Have a think about it. Like, if you ever want to watch a film that is genuinely very, very good, but, you know, you've got to be in the right space, yeah. watch this film. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Georgia, this time you actually <laughs> yes. get to tell us all what the yeah. film's going to be next week. Oh, sorry, I'll go mixed up with my numbers i mean we only count to four at the beginning uh, it's numbers plus that confused me yes uh i was thinking long and hard about what film i should choose like a horse's to... cock like a horse's cock um why did i say that <laughs> because it's funny it they can break funny. wing mirrors you know what there's a comedian, I don't know which one, who was talking about how he's on holiday and they did like horse riding and he's walking this horse and his penis is like flicking and then hits a like the 
wing mirror of a car and it like knocks it off. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Strong. Um anyway, yeah, so long and hard, and I was trying to like show me all these impressive films that make points. And I was like, I need to recover myself after Con Air. And I need to pick something impressive. And then I thought, nah, I want something that I like. <laughs> and that <laughs> I I just wanna I I'm just doing this for myself. However, the film is my absolute all-time favourite kids' film. This has been my favourite film since I was, like, I want to say, like, ten. And that is The Road to El Dorado. I know nothing about this film. I feel like, here's the thing about The Road to El Dorado, and we'll talk about this a bit more next week, but I don't know if I've seen it or not, because it's in so many fucking memes. (laughs) It's I... so mean that I'm not sure. Oh. I might have seen the Road to El Dorado. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. I. I don't know when the memes. Because for me, this film is kind of. I've loved it, but it's not one of those like mainstream kids films. It's not like a Disney one. It's like I'd never really heard many people talking about it. And then it got memed, and I saw it everywhere. And you have no idea how happy that made me. <laughs> Well, next week you get to be even happier. <laughs> yeah, I get to watch it again. But and before that, I need you to laugh. Laugh or I'll turn you into a horse. Too late, I'm already a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I've given you something to snort that will make you cackle like a witch at the end of every episode. It's yeah. <laughs> the nature of cocaine. the show. <laughs> it's cocaine! <laughs> <laughs> Sniff, sniff, bitches. <laughs> who at the start of this episode thought it would be you who, who admitted to taking cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I smile. <laughs> yeah, that explains how you think that I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm just high on cocaine every day. Oh, wow. That was fascinating and very left-wing. And now, for me to tell you to follow us on things so that eventually we can monetize this podcast... Because that's the dream, to live in capitalism. Okay, go on Twitter, at HatPackProd. And then on Instagram and Facebook, HatPackProductions. And then follow us. Spotify, wherever, just on the thing you're listening to us on. I'm sure it'll make you feel better about your life just to see our horrible art every Friday.